good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Healthy Conversations. I am your host, your health coach, and I hope everyone is staying healthy. It's been a really good couple of weeks in the podcast. I've had some really good guests in. Um, I'm actually really starting to enjoy sort of talking to other people and getting sort of the different perspective on how sort of people uh, coach coach and uh, train themselves and what they think they can do in terms of helping other people and I hope you know people that listen to this as well do get a little bit something from each interview that I'm doing but today I'm going to do a solo one so it's just going to be me uh, speaking today and we're going to go into the preventable mindset now I know on social media that I've posted up this other day about preventable mindset and thinking more about prevention rather than just waiting for it to, waiting for something to happen and then dealing with it when it does happen um so yeah i mean in one of my earlier podcasts i, I discussed the power of of prompt and how a health scare is normally the most common to get people to really think about changing their lifestyle and and really focusing on their health and i think we we do live in a world of uh of urgency and convenience and which has caused a, a mindset of like laziness really when it comes to our health because we just sort of uh live each day as as just as we do and you know when we and we deal with things when they happen rather than actually living a lifestyle that actually prevents these things from happening so they don't actually ever happen at all um I think the deal, it, it like to deal with it when it when it happens. Type of mindset uh, when it comes to your health does really need to change. Um, everything you need to to prevent these sort of lifestyle lifestyle diseases is really in your power. Um, and the first 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 we must start thinking pre- prevent rather than treat. Um, and I touch I touch on you know in the habits podcast about prompt and how people how. My prompt really is for for GPs to never ever have to see me, and I still live by that each day. Um, and that's why I make sure I, I get my my consistent movement in every day. I get you know I make sure I eat my, the nutrition I need that supports me and supports my health each day. And ensure I get high quality sleep. Um, and I just make sure I do that on a day to day basis and keep that consistent. Because yeah, one one of my real sort of prompts and motivation for my to do these consistent habits is yeah i don't want don't want the gp to ever see me um for something that i have in my control so like yeah if i'm i don't know if i get sick i I don't really want to get sick that often so i do the best i can or support my immunity by feeding my body and also challenging my body in different ways so it becomes stronger um so yeah i think people should really start to take that that sort of mindset on of like actually you don't want the gp to ever ever see you um and i think that's a really good sort of motivator in terms of really trying to work towards bettering your health um and you know like i said to you i do this to ensure that you know that i lived i do live the healthiest lifestyle possible um i think we do really rely too much on gps to to help us with health problems when we can sort of prevent them ourselves um and i and i can imagine it must get very frustrating for gps because they probably see the same thing over and over and over again and they probably tell 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 patients that you know you can sort this out by living a better lifestyle um the hospitals are overrun um 
and it's a little too easy for me and I don't don't really like it. Um, and I think as a, as a sort of human race and society, we could do a lot better sort of looking after ourselves. And, you know, a lot of these lifestyle problems can really be solved um, by just paying a bit of attention to your, your, your daily routines, really, and what you do each day. Um, so what health problems can we reduce by improving your lifestyle? I'm going to sort of go through a list of, of different ones and um, and sort of how we can prevent it from happening to you. Um, it's really a list of the most most common ones, really. Um, that's on, on the WHO website, WHO, World Health Organization. Um, have a look on there, and it gives you a list of all the different lifestyle diseases uh, that, are, that are definitely on the increase from year to year. Um and I'm just going to go through them now. So, like the first one is is the cardiovascular disease. Um, that is that the top. That's the top of the World Health Organization's causes of death. Um, you also call it CVD. Now, CVD includes things like high blood pressure, heart attacks, strokes, heart failure. Um, and to prevent this, to prevent CVD from happening, exercise is super important. Um, and also, the type of exercise you do really does matter as well. Um, movements like sh- movement really does strengthen the heart and uh, make it more efficient. Um, especially sort of ca- like the cardiovascular the cardiovascular exercises helps with the volume of blood that enters into the heart. Um, and that, that sort of low intensity work is, is is so much more sustainable over time that it will ensure that your heart is your heart health is is maintained in the long term rather than the short term. Sometimes. When we do too much high intensity work, it's not sustainable. So we end up doing a, a bit of work and then we take a bit of time off and then a bit of work and a bit of time off because we're just so fatigued from just overworking. Um, that's why these, these lower intensity days and more doing, doing more low intensity work is just so much more sustainable and so much better for your heart health as well. Um, again, alongside, uh, exercise and movement, eating is pretty key as well. Uh, you know, looking into foods that are, uh, looking at reducing foods sorry that are highly highly processed um and reducing things like vegetable and seed oils um you definitely sort of throw them in the bin um because they're just it's not great the way they're produced is it just causes the, the fats and fats in the in these oils just to, to, to when you ingest them it's not great for the body um we start looking at more sort of fresh organic foods that are definitely sourced locally um because they do provide you with the most nutrients and the macro breakdown of it is, is so much better for your body. Um, that sort of high protein, high fat, um, it's, 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 it's just it's so, so good for your body and it's definitely more sustainable over time. Um, just thinking about sort of exercise as well and heart health, resistance training plays a big role as well because resistance training actually strengthens the heart. Um, so that combination of that cardiovascular, which increases the volume of the blood that flows in, and then like working the uh, working some resistance training to increase the strength of the actual heart muscle, so it pumps a lot more efficiently. Um, it's definitely up there, and I, and I would look to go more in sort of the higher rep range, so like ten to twelve reps is probably a good place to start. We're focusing more on sort of like the big compound movements like your squats, your deadlifts, your, you know, your bench presses, your overhead presses, your rows, um, because 
it definitely is if you're not a very trained person then going into sort of doing heavy ass lifts like free reps um it's going to put some pressure on on your body and you don't want to be doing that so yeah at this very sort of early stage and and if you're trying to make a change and trying to trying to get into movement then i definitely recommend that sort of 10 to 12 reps um just really focusing on the sort of the big movements um and to be honest, for heart health, like a week, a week's program should probably look like maybe do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, do some lifting, uh, lift some weights in that sort of 10 to 12 range, go for more of like a bodybuilding style workouts. And then on maybe on a Tuesday and a Thursday, look at sort of that long steady state work. You might go for like an hour walk or a two hour walk. Or you might go for a 25 minute run, 5k run, uh, cycle whatever anything that's going to challenge and increase that heart rate over time um but obviously you don't want to be redlining so you don't want to be going too hard and doing like loads of hit sessions because that's not going to that's not productive and not not sustainable over time um Okay, the next lifestyle disease we're looking to prevent is diabetes. Uh, more so sort of type 2 diabetes because that's more that is caused by more of your environment and the lifestyle you live. Um and really type 2 diabetes is just overcome consumption of foods that are just super dense in calories um, and combine that with like a lack of exercise will lead to insulin resistance and therefore type 2 diabetes um, it's literally as simple as that so you're at so people actually put themselves into a position where their body just doesn't utilize in insulin at all and you get type 2 diabetes and it's just it's very, very, very frustrating because you can obviously reverse this and you can actually prevent it as well by just, just living a better, better lifestyle. Um, again, very similar to the cardiovascular disease, exercise is great for preventing diabetes because it improves blood glucose control. Um, as glucose is a pretty important energy source um, and it, it fuel, does, fuel, um, does fuel exercise. Um, and looking at your macros as well is pretty important and aiming for more of like a lower carbohydrates um, would be a, would be a good good eating strategy to start with. Um, again, I would be looking at reducing all sort of high processed foods and getting more of your sort of red meats, your fishes in. Um, I would, you know, sparely eat chicken, but yeah, get that red meat in, get that fish in um, and just would really reduce those carbs and replace them with more fruits, veg and berries. Um Type 2 diabetes affects 8.5% of the world's population and it's increasing every single day. I mean, having type, type 2 diabetes triples your risk of heart attacks and strokes in adults especially. And it also costs the NHS like £10 billion each year, which is a lot of money a year to not, not waste because some people like to spend on something that is preventable that you can prevent yourself um again like i said like a lot of i can imagine a lot of gps get quite frustrated with people that, that develop type 2 by type diabetes just via via lifestyle bad lifestyle choices um and it is costing the nhs a lot of money and the money they could probably save if people were to really actually look at their their lifestyle a lot a lot more in detail and really work on those that move eat and sleep and get that consistent um and again, it does come down to calories in, calories out when it comes to diabetes, and that is why movement is important because that output is is going to be is going to really going to help you in terms of trying to drive the, those calories down. Um, 
again, it's in, in your control. Type D diabetes, I keep saying it, it's in your control and it really is up to you to make to make the change and, and don't just deal with it when it happens. Don't just say, oh, I've just got type 2 diabetes. You know, we should have that mindset where we don't want to be getting that stuff. We don't, you know, we, we should be looking to prevent this stuff from happening, not, not dealing with it when it happens. Um, the next one from diabetes is actually obesity um, and, and actually being overweight. Um, now, I'm not going to say fat shaming because I'm not really fat shaming anyone. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help build a better awareness of, of what being overweight and, um, does to your health. Um, but being overweight for a prolonged period of time can lead to things like arthritis, fatty liver disease, stroke, heart disease, and again, type 2 diabetes, you know, the, these lifestyle diseases will happen if you keep gaining more weight or, or stay overweight for a long period of time. Um, and to prevent, to prevent the weight, the weight, we need to move more, we need to eat better and we need to sleep. They play a huge role in, in maintaining a healthy weight. Um, you know, the favored quote of move more, eat less really does apply to, to helping you reduce your, your body weight. Um, and it really, it really does apply to this. So it's, you know, working on your behaviors around eating really help with that sustainability of weight loss. Cause I know a lot of people tend to do that yo-yo of weight where they really sort of work hard and trying to lose a bit of weight, but they really make too much bigger, too big of a lifestyle change. And it's not very sustainable. So just over time, and then they start putting it back on, then they go back on the diet, they put it back on again, and it's very up and down. You know, we want to be uh, developing habits where you lose that weight, and it's just and it's sustainable, and it stays off. You don't want it to come back on. Um, so things like sitting down to eat with no phone or watching the TV, uh, actually being sort of mindful of what of while you're eating and what you're eating really plays a huge role in uh, satiety levels and and being more connected to the food you're eating. Um, cooking food from scratch is also super important, so you so you have much better control of what goes into your food. And, and you just build such a better better relationship with food in, in, in itself. I think it's way too easy to buy these convenient foods and just and just not really care what's in them and just just because you just want to eat it and it's quick and it's easy and you just don't really care what's in it. Um, I think we need to start reintroducing, you know, buying these fresh ingredients from scratch and learning how to cook different recipes and different ways of, of utilizing the foods that we've chosen. Um, Again, reducing the amount of convenient foods that we eat and focusing more on again, it's very very similar pattern of of high quality fruits, veg and berries, and and you know real grass fed uh, grass fed red meats. Um, just bring a better understanding and, and will fuel your body just a lot a lot better, and you feel so much better about yourself. Um, I think sometimes with these convenient foods, they're a lace of sugar. Um, and this, you know, sugar is addicted, addictive, sorry. Um, and it just, it just doesn't make you feel as full as getting those high quality foods in. Um, and I'm just sort of going, thinking back through all these lifestyle diseases, you know, that there are, you've noticed there's a probably a, a very much a common link, um, and reducing the risk of developing the diseases. <sighs> And that is a real positive, you know, and consistent lifestyle um, that is aimed at improving your health. I mean, 
it will reduce the likelihood of developing these lifestyle diseases. Um, now, when I say the word likelihood, it should not be taken as I don't need to worry. Um, I won't get any of these because as we age, so does the the increase of risk of getting these lifestyle diseases also follows. Um, so, you know, what you do now really does um, also have an effect on your health of, of your future self. Um, and, it, and that preventable mindset has to start now. It really does have to start now. Because like you say, as you age, your body does start to become less efficient. But with the right move and the right eat and the right sleeping behaviors, we can actually... Uh, be more efficient as we age and aging the aging process doesn't have to take its toll that it does it does in people that don't take care of themselves um and it, and it has to it really does have to start now because you don't really want to be looking back in 10 years time and think fuck i wish i'd done that i wish i'd slept more i wish i'd eaten you know more fresh foods i wish i'd i'd moved more and implemented you know long sessions in and and was more sort of thoughtful in terms of my movement in terms of thinking about being sustainable rather than just hammering myself every single day trying to burn as many calories as possible each session um another link you might have noticed as well uh especially between one two and three are very much the same in terms of symptoms you know with overweight and obesity being the main driver of cardiovascular disease and type 2 diabetes um being a little overweight now might be okay, but as you age and and as your negative lifestyle behaviours continue, so will the increase of your weight and with that the health and your health and longevity. I mean, if that isn't a prompt to make a change and you need then we need to find something that actually gonna get you to, to really change your mindset about um, making the long lasting change that's going to benefit you and also benefit the benefit the ones you love and the, and your friends and the people around you um be, obesity and and being overweight is is on a slow is is on an increase and it's actually quite scary um and obesity and being overweight is is linked to many other diseases like alzheimer's um you know increased rate rates of strokes and pulmonary diseases um cancers as well i just feel like something that we can control ourselves by actually paying attention to it and actually thinking more of the long-term sustainable behaviors rather than trying to lose as much weight as you can in four weeks or again 12 weeks for transformation people i think the answer to this problem is looking at people's lifestyles and introducing little behaviors over time that allow these people to 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 solidify these habits and be consistent because that really is the key that really is um it's just, it's just these yo-yo diets and these people that try to try to jump try to jump on vulnerable people that don't really know what's going on people like things like herbal life and the cambridge diet and all these stupid diets they you know they 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 prey on people that are vulnerable, that are really desperate for a quick change. And really, that's not that is not the answer for the long term. We need to be focusing on sustainable, long term behaviours um, that take time, that are progressive. Um, and I just feel like that is the answer to, to stop all the diseases that diseases that we can prevent. Um, yeah, a bit of a rant today on this podcast. I'm sorry about that, but this is something that I'm very passionate about because I really do feel like as a 
as a health and fitness industry, we're failing a little bit in this area, um, especially when it comes to obesity and being overweight. I feel like um, we could do more. Um, and I feel, and as an industry, I, I really do feel like we can help the NHS by taking a bit of pressure off these guys, uh, by providing a lot more better information on how to prevent these things from happening. Um, and then today's podcast was just sort of trying to, to, to show the different diseases that are linked with, with not looking after yourself and not paying attention to the, to the regular movement, consistent movement, to the high quality foods, fruit, veggies and meats and, you know, making sure you get the high quality sleep every day. Um, it's literally as simple as that and just being consistent with those behaviors over and over and over again. Um, like I said to you, I'm very passionate about this subject um, because obviously it is my job as a coach to, to help help my clients and prevent these diseases from happening. Um, and I think the more and more we can build awareness of the of of how powerful your lifestyle is on your health, uh, the better we're going to be as a as a world, as a nation, as a, as the UK with better health status. Um, so yeah, anyone listening out there, any questions? about how you can sort of prevent these diseases from happening, feel free to message me on uh, on Instagram, on the Health Coach UK. Um, I could definitely help you out. So team, that is the end of the podcast. Again, nice short, sharp one, a bit more, bit of a more of a rant. Like again, as I said, I'm very passionate about this sort of thing. Um, I just want to help as many people as I can. Um, and I really hope you enjoy these, this, these podcast episodes I've been putting out. I'm absolutely love doing them. Um, and yeah, team, one more last, one more last thing from me. Stay healthy.